my patience is getting a little bit shorter and it's because I've been having these accusations of well, why can't you get it right? Why can't you do this? Why can't you? Why can't you? Why can't you? It's like an accusation. For me, it always comes back to kind of that little devil on the shoulder who kind of whispers in your ear, see, see, she's the one who's messing it up. See, she's the one who's keeping you from what you want. See, it's her fault. See, this is the, this is the weakness in her. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how negative thoughts about your spouse ruin your relationship. Seventh-eighth wonder. <laughs> Nicely done. What are we talking about on the podcast today? Uh, you said something about... Mm, something something yeah you usually like to just surprise me anyway so you could have told me what we were talking yeah. about and then change your mind and th- i actually throw me did tell ball. you what we're going to be talking about yeah, about an me, hour ago yeah, so upstairs, you can have some time to prepare yeah, upstairs when i was standing by the bathroom door yeah. you told me but you i remember it, yeah i have a vague memory but i can't i can't <laughs> this is why i don't tell you because even though i do tell you you don't remember <laughs> well yeah i when you start talking about it i'll go yeah that's what you told me but to try to come up with the right words to tell you what it was that you said we were going to talk about, it takes a lot of effort for whatever reason right now. So I get it. we're just going to let it be. I get it. We're talking about the um, the assumptions or the accusations that you have in your head towards your spouse, right. even when you're not saying them out loud, even when I'm not accusing you. I'm having them in my head. If I let them run rampant, it actually starts to taint how I view you on a day-to-day basis. Right. I have to admit that I've actually been struggling with that over the last probably couple weeks. Uh, not even a couple weeks, probably since we started recording the the new video series that we're doing um, and the revised um, videos for the Secure Marriage Framework. Mm. I'm finding that my, uh, my frustration with you is getting a little bit higher, that my patience is getting a little bit shorter, and it's because I've been having these accusations of, well, why can't you get it right? Why can't you do this? Why can't you? Why can't you? Why can't you? It's like an accusation. For me, it always comes back to kind of that little devil on the shoulder who kind of whispers in your ear, see, see, she's the one who's messing it up. See, she's the one who's keeping you from what you want. See, it's her fault. See, this is the this is the weakness in her and it's completely and totally 100% unfair to you. It's really interesting that you say that because it's actually fairly validating for me. Because okay. I have I have felt that. Yeah. I and I even I even told you not too long ago. It doesn't feel like you think very highly of me. Yeah. Even as I've watched as we've edited videos and watched bloopers, the the sense of that feeling that you're thinking those things and I couldn't tell you what those things were but I could feel it even going back and watching the videos just the look on your face as you're watching me is not engaged in what we're doing but that disappointing look or whatever it is that you're you've got going on so to hear you say that is really hard for me to hear because it's kind of painful Am I gonna make you cry again? Yeah, you you, you must think that I'm not it's doing not it on a good purpose. it's not a good podcast until somebody cries. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but well, I forgot what I was gonna say. But anyway, it wasn't what I was expecting to hear. I thought we were gonna talk about what we've talked about in the past and so but it it 
it definitely is validating because I have actually felt that. And I was going to say that a minute ago as you were talking about how even though you don't say those things, even though you're thinking them, I was going to say your spouse actually senses them and feels them. Whether the point of not saying them is to spare your spouse's feelings or not say them because it's truthfully rude and hurtful and the things you're going to say are unkind your spouse still feels them yeah i i think it's admirable of me to not be rude to you out loud i think it's actually wise and and discerning of me to keep some of those negative or critical thoughts i have towards you i don't need to share those towards you but i still am accountable for the thoughts that are happening in my head because i'm a rotten poker face (laughs) i can't hide it as well as i wish that i could and I think a lot of couples in relationships are going, well, I didn't say anything, and so you should just be okay. And there's still this this energy, this toxic, right. nonverbal communication. 93% of how we communicate meaning comes from our body language, our tone, our posture, right. all these things that aren't the actual um, syntax that we use. You can still feel it. And yeah. in the past... When we have had to talk about this, and I have had to admit, my my mind is not very kind towards you right now. I'm very accusatory in my mind, and I need to be accountable for that and take responsibility for that and apologize for that. Even though I haven't overtly done anything wrong to you, I need to take responsibility and apologize for my internal state. It creeps up again in relationship, and I'm aware that it's been happening probably in the last two weeks for me. And right here, right now, I do want to validate your feelings. I do want to apologize. I do want to say that I'm very sorry. And that by telling you, I don't have to keep it hidden anymore. And we can actually work on it in real time, out loud, together, instead of me having to work on it by myself. Right. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm extra critical of you now in the last two weeks and I was two months ago. I don't know why there's that little season of of me being more sensitive. Actually, I think that's the answer. It's me being more sensitive to the normal stuff you do every day. And it's, it's, it's probably poor expectations on my part of how you're behaving that's either inconveniencing or making my life harder or not harder. I've got to examine my expectations of you. I've got to examine my motivations towards you. I need to examine the the perceptions, the, the filter that you're doing your behaviors and, and how I'm perceiving it. I am accountable for that because you haven't really changed significantly in the last two weeks, but it's bumping up against my stuff and I don't want to be harsh towards you internally or externally because internally is just as painful as externally is to be truthful i think it also causes me to doubt myself because i'm i'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt and i'm trying to say okay well he's not saying anything or doing anything but i feel these things and i just kind of have to push that aside and try to keep moving on without getting mad at you and telling you well you're doing this but you're not doing anything. And it would be very easy for you to say, I'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. because you aren't actually doing anything. So it causes me to doubt that, that deep feelings inside of me that says something's not right. The problem with this whole topic is, is it it does kind of border on the edge of mind reading. Um, 
it's not appropriate for you to try to read my mind right. and tell me what I'm thinking, just like it's not appropriate for me to tell you what you're thinking. Right. But when you're still picking up on, again, on those uh, nonverbal cues, the f- micro expressions, all the fun stuff that we talk about, right. you are taking in that information and now you're curious about it and you're wondering, am I perceiving what is reality? Right. So here's my question for you. How would you like to hear me tell you, honey, you're bugging the crap out of me, even though you're not doing anything wrong? Well, first of all, I was going to say not on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Timing is everything. We really got to learn how to work these things out when the microphone's not in front of us. Actually, you know, that the the way you phrased that made it, it... I don't think it's what you exactly meant. I think you wanted to have an answer of how would I hear it best or not how do you want me to tell you right now all those things. I'm like, no, not right now. Just in the future. Yes. You got to choose your words a little better because I'm going, oh, not on a podcast. Come on. In the future. I know that we like to be transparent, but I really don't want to cry on another podcast. The whole the world doesn't need to see all of our dirty laundry. Right. We'll Thank you. We'll keep some of it for us. Thank you. We do. Yeah. We do have our stuff. So keeping it real here, but you don't get it all. <laughs> Sorry. Happy wife. Happy life. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're not going to pull that one. Come on. In the future, how would you like me to validate those feelings that you're picking up from me? Again, you're walking around going, it feels like you're bugged with me or it feels like you're critical of me or it feels like you're impatient with me. Would you like me to go, yep, you're bugging me a lot lately? Um, No. Okay. Because that just makes me go, what the heck did I do? And, yeah. and want to know more. And that's yeah. definitely not the right time yeah. to hear more. And, and you know, my curiosity about, I, I like to know. Yeah. And that doesn't usually serve me very well. I'm so sensitive that I don't know that there's an actual good way to do it that would make me feel less bad. Is it helpful when I am congruent and I go, yes, what you are feeling is actually true. You're actually bugging me a little bit extra. Would you rather have that momentary pain or would you rather wait again several weeks until we're on a podcast and right. I tell you remember all this stuff in the last two weeks no here's here's I think some of it is okay. m- maybe a little bit I don't want to have to ask what's are, are you mad at me I'm tired of worrying about fair that enough. all the time fair enough fair enough because I sense something but you're not saying anything so the only way for me to find out is to ask yeah and darn I- it I don't want to cry on <laughs> a stupid podcast again and I don't want to hurt your feelings by just coming up to you and going, you're driving me crazy. Right. But it sounds like that is actually what you would like me to do. It also sounds like you don't want me to go, you're wrong. You're doing things that's driving me crazy. Right. It would be me taking responsibility going, for whatever reason, I'm extra sensitive to the nuttiness that is you. It's bumping up against my stuff and I'm having a hard time turning off the critical thoughts in my head. Yes. If I could do that. That would still sting. But it's not about you. But it's, yes, it's about you. It's not about... It's, it's not about that I did something wrong, which is where I end up feeling. Yeah. Because, you know, just because I can't remember where my keys are doesn't mean I've done something wrong. And if you say, you can't find your keys and it's really bugging the crap out of me. If, if, you, if you could make it about you, I know that's not the right mm-hmm. words, because it is about you. Yeah, it it's is. your It's your stuff. It's whatever's bumping up against you instead of making it about 
me. Yeah. Now I, I might be doing something and then I might be able to be able to say, oh man, I know what I'm doing isn't particularly towards him or anything, but I'm really sad that it's bumping up against whatever it is. I could yeah. probably be much more open to feeling hurt and sorrow for where you're at yeah. that way. Does that make sense? It does. Keys is a big thing because I can never find my keys and we've had lots of conversations about this. So it's a pretty benign thing for me to use as an example. I have to learn how to trust that you'll be okay if I bring up disappointment. When I share my feelings and say, you are disappointing me in some way and I need to work through this. My expectations are wrong. My, my attitude is wrong. And I need to take some responsibility for that. I, I don't want to hurt you. That's, that's probably what you and I struggle with the most is not sharing enough because we don't want to right. overtly hurt or offend or create wounds right. in each other. But it sounds like that would work better. I think so. It sits well. Yeah. I hope that when we try it, it actually yeah. works. This is the art, I think, of having a mature relationship and a secure relationship where we know we'll be okay. We're secure. We can handle a few minutes of disappointment or frustration or defensiveness or all those things. None of those are a deal breaker. And we have to trust the security of our relationship. I find it really interesting, too that you've been feeling this way as we've been working really hard to get the videos updated and the website updated. Yeah. And I I don't think that that's a coincidence. I just no. think that that's one more thing that's getting stirred up to prevent us from being able to get done what we need to get done. Yeah, like I was telling you, I am so convinced that these kinds of tools and resources is what couples out there need what better way to sabotage that than to destroy the the marriage right <laughs> that is trying to create these tools and resources right. and so you and i have been under a lot of extra non-visual pressure right we have to be highly aware of that if we can put this into a practical piece right now for everyone who's watching and whoever who's listening right now i want to tag two things in all of this first off is learning the art of how to approach your spouse kindly and gently when there's an issue and not do it in an accusatory sort of way. Hopefully you can kind of hear and see that in our dialogue and in our conversation um, today. And then secondly, one of the tools to do that the best is kind of talk about the future. And that is again, how would you like me to right. do whatever? I know in the future, I'm probably going to be disappointed with you again at some point. And when you can coach me, when you can train me here and now, or we can work through it when that issue isn't on the table and we're, we don't get distracted by, again, whatever the issue is, because this is a neutral, safe place, I now know, okay, this is what works. And even if we try and it doesn't work then, at least we can sit together at that point and go, okay, we tried that we and that it. doesn't work. We're going to have to come up right. with another strategy. But you and I are working together Right. to actually come up with a better communication strategy. And I think something that I want to add to that is as we grow and change over time, the way we handle yeah. things is different. Absolutely. So, so I may have suggested that to Paul, and he may have tried that several years ago and it didn't work. Right. And he could very easily say, well, that didn't work when I tried it once before. Because in 1997, you said it was going to work. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you have to, as you're growing and learning and practicing these things and trying things, be open to adjusting, adjusting and saying, yeah. okay, well, 
this is what she's asking for now. Yep. I'm going to try it. Or this is what he's yeah. asking for now. I'm going to try it. Adaptation is the strongest skill set relationships and human beings, but relationships can have is we have to adapt because we are not the same people that we were 25, 26 years ago no. when we got married. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh my goodness. I've heard it said that my wife will be married to five different men. Okay. The man I was when I first got married, the man I was when I first became a father, the man I was when I have this job, the man I was when the kids are out of the house, the man I w- I'm going to be when when I'm an old man. You're, you're I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, but um, you're probably going to have way more than five of me. <laughs> we won't count the number that we're on right now. <laughs> Just saying. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's she said it, not me. <laughs> it's on. Re- it's on record. Okay. Uh, oh, bless your heart. In this podcast, we've already tagged probably three of the six um, skills, tools, um, parts that we actually call the secure marriage framework. First one is openness. openness we yeah. have to be open to each other and talk about this. Second is responsibility. I have to take responsibility for the things that I am doing wrong and changing. Third is empathy. When a little bit of tears showed up for her, I had to feel her feelings. There's three more in that. If you are actually wanting to learn how to have some hard conversations like this and apply it to your relationship, if you're wanting to um, fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Right now, the videos that we've been kind of referring to are some revised videos that outline the six parts of the Secure Marriage Framework, and they will do exactly that. They're going to walk you through and teach you all six of these skills, which are essential. You only have to learn six things, and when you start to get really good at those six things, you can have hard conversations like this. Your right. your fights will go from three hours to 20 minutes. You'll enjoy that deeper connection. Poor- from three days to three hours. Yeah, that's a good win too. That, that's, <laughs> you know, start wherever you're at. We want to give as many tools and resources and, and help marriages go through the hard spots. Two human beings in the room are going to disappoint at some point, And we want you to know how to do that and still know your marriage is secure. Know that this, this relationship isn't going to break up and have the skills to know how to resolve those fights quickly, um, appropriately, respectfully, responsibly, so that your communication gets better. Because if your communication is bad, you end up on the conflict cycle and we want you to be on the connection cycle. Communication can lead to either conflict or connection. If you want to figure out how to get connected and do all of that, you can go to securemarriage.com. You actually can start with three free videos um, right on that homepage there, and they're going to walk you through the three C's, uh, communication, conflict, and connection. They're going to talk about your survival brain and how that always causes your marital pain, and it'll kind of walk you through the six pieces that get you from conflict to connection, the Secure Marriage Framework. I think that's enough of that. I think that's all. Securemarriage.com. We just want marriages to be as secure and awesome as possible. And again, hopefully you can see by these podcasts, we're walking through it with you day to day, just like everyone else. So anyway, anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore, 
and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. How negative thoughts about your spouse ruin your relationship. <laughs> Darn, my tongue got Spouse ruins relationship. How negative thoughts about your relationship. I can't believe it. Your relationship. Oh. Take three. Take three. <laughs> <laughs> three Pete.